welcome to the Dance School Startup mini podcast, bringing you bite-sized advice each week to help you at the start of your dance school's journey. My name's Laura Gillam and I've been a dance teacher for over 20 years and a school owner for over 14 years. I'm so excited to support you on your journey and I look forward to getting to know you more in the Dance School Startup Facebook group. Now grab yourself a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, sit down and enjoy today's episode. everyone it's Laura here over at Dance School Startup thank you so much for joining the group um, I'm genuinely really excited to interact with you all and get this group going I've wanted to start this group for quite some time to be honest and um, it just seems like the right time to do it now I feel like we've had a crazy year um, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel and I think it's coming closer than we think and before you know we get jumped back into the deep end and everything sort of starts to whirlwind around us um, now is a good time to really get some clarity on what you guys want and what you want to be achieving in your dance schools um, whether you've started it you're about to start it or you're within your first two years of business. So I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for joining and I really hope that you get something out of this group. Um, Happy Friday. Uh, We made it through another week of this weird life that we're currently living. Um, I just wanted to start really with some important questions that I think you have to really ask yourself as a dance school owner. And in a nutshell, I think the, the main question here is, what type of school do I actually want in the long term? I think the answer to this question could change quite dramatically, really, as you grow and develop your school. Um, So we're going to ask ourselves this question many times over the years. Um, But what type of school do I actually want in the long term is going to be one of the most important questions that you regularly ask yourself um, at different stages of your career. Because ultimately, it's going to really help you with when you're setting your goals. Now, I think realistically, we all know that when you get clear about what you want, you can build a plan um, and start setting some foundations. But in the early days, personally, I was very much winging it. Um, All I knew really was that I wanted a successful dance school. I didn't really think in detail about what success actually looked like for me. Um, And when I did, actually, it probably wasn't what I thought it would be. Uh, when I was a teenager and I was in college and I was training, you know, I, I knew that perhaps I wanted to be more behind the scenes than on stage, which I think most of my uh, friends and family thought it would be the opposite way around. But uh, ever since I was about 12 years old, I knew that I wanted a successful dance school. But as I say, I'd never sat down and really decided what success was to me. And I think that that needs to be a big part of when you're starting up. So especially if you're at the start of your journey, as in you haven't started yet, or um, you know, you've just opened a school, um, take a moment to think about this. Now, if I'm honest, I don't really think that I sat down and actually thought about this until probably about four years in, which seems crazy now. Um, But as many of you have experienced or are about to experience, once you get started, it's a complete whirlwind most of the time. You don't have time to think, you're just in it. Now, if you haven't asked yourself this in a while or indeed ever, um, I want you to just pause this and go and grab yourself a pen and paper. Okay, so hopefully you've got that now. And I want to ask you four questions and hopefully these four questions are really going to give you some clarity in the direction that you want to take your school. So question number one is, what is important to you? What is important to you? Now, no two answers are going to be the same here, guys, because obviously there's such a broad range of dance schools that you can create. 
um, and no two dance schools are the same. So you're going to have very different values um, and, and very different things that are important to each and every one of you. So for example, it could be something like exams. You might say, it's really important to me that I have uh, one exam session a year or two exam sessions a year. It could be something smaller. It could be to do with uniform you might say okay I think it's really important that I have a really smart uniform because that's the image that I want to give off of my school I want it to look um, very professional I want it to look um, well groomed you know something like that it could be do, do to do with payments you might say right okay um, it's really important to me that everyone pays by direct debit every single month or it's very important to me that I offer lots of different payment options for everybody so you know have a think and and get clear on what's important to you and write it all down just have a complete brain dumping session and get it all out because it might seem small to you now but you might look back over that list and think oh do you know what I've, I've not really incorporated that into my school and it's actually something that is very important to me so that's question number one question number two is the opposite what is not important to you now this one is a biggie especially if you often feel compelled to follow the local or bigger dance schools on instagram and see what they're doing you need to get clear early on with what's not important to you so you don't waste time um the amount of times you can just go down a wormhole on instagram or other types of social media see what everyone else is doing and panic should i be doing this should i be doing that but ultimately if it's not important to you then the answer is no you shouldn't be doing it so you don't need to waste your time looking at it and ultimately comparing yourself unnecessarily and making yourself feel inadequate so this is a really important one and you know for you it might be let's go back to exams for you it might be actually um, exams are not important to me it's not something I want to offer and if I do it doesn't have to be something that's for everybody um in fact, I don't want exams at all. I want more performance opportunities. Um, you might decide that your school is only for preschool classes, something like baby ballet. Um, and so therefore guest teachers, intensives, that sort of thing, that's not important to you because that's not going to be something you're going to have with your four and five-year-olds. So the more that you get out on the list that's not important to you, it's not actually counterproductive at all. In the end, it's more productive because you're going to waste less time. Okay, so let's move on to question number three. Now, question number three is thinking into the future. What type of people do you want walking through your door when you get to a point that you can be choosy about it? All right, so I want you to put yourself in the future. You know, you're four, five, six years down the line. You've got a waiting list of 300 kids. <laughs> we can all dream. Um, and, you know, they're all, they're, there's choice for you because you've got maybe five or six spaces and you've got to decide, you know, what is it that you want to have ultimately in your school? So have a think and get really clear on the type of person that you want to have as a student. Um, you know, if you are teaching a broad range of ages from three all the way through to adult or even lower ages, um, then there's quite a big, vast amount of opportunity there. So have a think about whether you want absolutely anybody is available to come and take class once a week, twice a week, whatever, enjoy themselves, get fit and be fabulous. Or are you more on the other end of the scale? Actually, I only want the serious minded dancer who's going to do 15 classes a week, want 300 privates a week, and is going to go to the Royal Ballet within 18 months. You know, that is obviously the other end of the scale. But have a think because there are 
you know, very specific people that you will eventually attract. And you want to make sure that you are attracting the right kind of people for your business, for your for your school. So this is actually a really important one. So sit down and have a think what type of people you want th- walking through the door, you know, what's their motivation? And, um, and what are you going to want to offer them to help them? And question number four, which is the last question. Now, I like this one. So if you overheard a group of people that you respected talking about your school in a few years time, what would you want them to be saying? So what is the image that you are giving off about your dance school? What does everyone think about it? What have they heard through the grapevine? Um, Because you can design that and you can make that a reality once you know what it is that you want you can start working towards it and I find this really important these questions because then once you've got this written down you can start the steps to making the action plan and making this all become real real life and it's exciting so sit down and think you know if I, someone was talking about me or someone was giving a review about me what would I want them to say what's important that they say about me about, um, you know, my standards, about my values, about, you know, how we come across, how I come across, how my staff come across, how my students carry themselves, you know, all of this sort of thing. Um, And get clear about what you want people saying about you, what buzz you want to create about your future dance school when it's at its absolute best. So there you go. There's four simple questions that you can ask yourself regularly throughout your career that are going to give you instant clarity. I am all about simplicity. And like many of you, I would imagine I, I easily become overwhelmed. And I just find that these four questions just get straight to the point. Um, you know, so now and again, when you're less distracted, you can find your favourite notepad. I mean, I am a complete stationary addict. You're going to find this out about me as we go along. Um, but find your favourite notepad and keep it all in one place. Brainstorm some answers that feel true to you and what you want for your future um, and keep them safe because you're definitely going to keep coming back to them. Um, and that's really, really important that, you know, you keep all this stuff safe. And also, as I said earlier at the beginning of this um, recording, things will change. So things that are important to you now aren't necessarily going to be important to you in the future. And it's good to look back over and see how far you've come because, oh my goodness, guys, this is a wild ride, but I love my job. And, um, you know, I really want you guys to love it too. It's so important. Job satisfaction is absolutely everything. Um, So if I can help you in any way, enjoy this journey, then, um, you know, I'm here for you for that. So that's it today from me, guys. I really hope that you found this useful. It would be great if you could maybe just pop me a little emoji in the comments once you've listened to this so that I can see who's listening, who's engaging. Um, The more you engage in groups like this, guys, the more you get out of it. Um, So just try to, you know, comment, like, share your thoughts. Uh, Let's build this community uh, while it's small and you can really get good stuff out of this sort of community and you're all like-minded people and if you've got any questions, if I don't know the answer, I'm going to find it out for you. Um, I just wish I had a group like this when I'd first started out and I, I just it can be a really lonely ride sometimes um being a principal it's a very it's a very different lifestyle to being a teacher there's a lot of pressure and you know a lot of people are looking to you for answers and sometimes that gets you know quite tricky and having the support like this where everyone's sort of going through it together new um is really valuable so 
get involved, engage, ask questions, uh, take part. And I'm really hoping uh, to get to know you all a little bit more as we go along. Um, so just to finish off, I just wanted to sort of set you a challenge, um, really. Uh, I really would love you to share this week at some point um, what success looks like to you. I want you to help each other get really clear on what you want, not what Instagram tells you that you want. What what does success mean to you personally? And you're going to see probably in the replies how different everyone's answers are, um, which is great because then that will give you the confidence moving forward uh, that, you know, it doesn't matter what everyone else is doing. It's your definition of success that matters. So that's this week's challenge. At some point, I want you to write in the comments here or, you know, you can post at some point, introduce yourself, maybe share a picture of your, your um, dance school logo if you've already got a dance school going and if you haven't maybe share your ideas and um and yeah share with us what you really think that success looks like for you because just the activity of writing that down is going to make things clearer in your mind i hope you have a lovely weekend guys thanks so much for listening and i will speak to you all in the week take care for now